Production. Recorded live. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Nerdy 30s Podcast. Uh, we are coming. <laughs> I think apparently that was Matt's phone already freaking out. Sounds like a ghost, which, by the way, I'm coming from the haunted house of my youth. The next pit stop for me was to do this from one of the upstairs rooms where all the ghost activities come from. That could have made this podcast a little more strange. Oh yeah, we might have had to have renamed it the uh, Darkness, Dark Matters with Appalachian Paranormal podcast or something. <laughs> with Matt Klein and Matt, what you been up to, buddy? Oh man, been working as usual. Been out this evening hanging up some wrestling flyers all over town and down Athens Way, doing a little bit of that normal stuff, I guess. You're kind of like a, an odd dichotomy of wrestling because, you know, you're out, you know, papering towns, and then next minute you're killing the business. So. I know. It's, I'm a conundrum. You truly are. It's like you want to build up a town just so you can kill it. Exactly. It, it, it's a weird drill. It's, it's a ride, man. Uh-oh, I see another call. Let's see if this is Jeff making it in late. Speaking of killing, well, you need to involved in. Jeff, are you there? I'm here, live from live in color from Roanoke. Welcome, sir. You missed it earlier, Jeff. I, uh, I'm uh, here. I'm in McDowell County, taking care of some family business, and almost had to do this thing from outside because of, you know, I've got uh, three, five-year-olds and less kids here, and we're trying to get them in bed. And I told Matt uh-huh. I was expecting I would either see a a pillhead or a Sasquatch, but I think I have to add, Matt, uh, or some weird people who think I'm taking pictures of their kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you will get Josiah, uh, or what's his name, Jesse Camp, too quick to talk about, Jimmy. <laughs> but, uh, you know, pretty much uh, we just got started, Jeff. Matt was telling us what he's been doing this week. What did you do this week? Uh, not really much of anything, honestly. We... It's the spring break this week, so uh, we brought the kids down to spend the night in Roanoke because last year we did that in Christiansburg and they seemed to enjoy it. So we brought them down here, took Macy to build a bear, and took them to Toys R Us. So <laughs> there you go. And we're staying in a big hotel. So. I'm actually out in the hallway now because I, they're trying to get the Macy. Melissa's trying to get Macy to sleep, and I could not be in there talking. So you should you should walk down the front desk and live ask like uh, if they watch wrestling or something. <laughs> you know that's, that's, that's a possibility. We could possibly pull that off. Uh, that would uh, be interesting, or maybe get you possibly kicked out of the hotel. But either way, it's a short drive back. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so well, that's about it for me, man. Well, that's pretty cool, man. Me, I've uh, I'm in McDowell County doing some babysitting. <laughs> Brother, trying to help him out a little bit. So it's kind of through the whole schedule thing on. I was telling Matt, you know, I'm, one of the options tonight was to do it from the two rooms upstairs where all the paranormal activity has happened here in the house. So that could have made the podcast a little bit strange. But we found a bedroom until at least. This little fella behind me back here wakes up, then the podcast will be called Nerdy. Wah, wah, wah. 
<laughs> Lisa, that's the thing. We just need to do another one. We need to do one of our Appalachian Paranormal podcasts and let you broadcast from the haunted room. Okay. But just since we don't know how long you're going to get to hang out, because who knows, uh, what are you guys talk about this week, man? Man, uh, I mean, well, we could talk about the, I think, very oddly done and oddly paced for off Monday night. You, you guys, because I didn't watch it. Okay, Matt, did you get a chance to watch all of it? I have watched all except the main events. I, I haven't made it through that yet. I don't even know that I will, to be honest with you. Um, you know, coming off of WrestleMania season, and I know that, I mean, you can't just have every show be crazy hot, especially coming off of WrestleMania season and what was, I thought, a pretty hot Raw last week, I thought this felt like the weirdest uh, pace and just weirdest book show in a while. There was a lot of people that just wasn't on this show, so I can't really figure out why. Like Daniel Bryan, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Um, I'm, I'm not sure where they were because, I mean, it's not like they were out of the country or anything because I know that they're for their European tour, but those guys were scheduled and I think did work the SmackDown tapings last night. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just don't understand what was going on with this whole Raw. It felt very weird to me. It took took me two or three times. I I didn't watch it live, and it took me two or three times on the DVR to get through, like I said, all of it, but I haven't watched the main event still. Uh, I did think there was a couple good matches. Seth Rollins and Neville had a good match, and I think uh, John Cena and Stardust did, but... Uh, it yeah. wasn't enough. It wasn't enough to save the overall show. It was, mm-hmm. it was lackluster, to say the least. Um, I guess my biggest complaint about the whole show, and maybe this is a little bit of like inside baseball type talk here, or you know, I know Matt and myself, we are wrestling commentators, and uh, I think, you know, oh, regardless of whatever people think, I mean, we actually take pride in what we do. We're very proud of our work that we do for WVCW. And I'm not saying we're the best in the world by any means, but um, I feel that you had a huge moment Monday night, a huge moment. It could have been very similar to the night that John Cena debuted against Kurt Angle um, on SmackDown all those years ago. You had Neville in his second you know, main roster televised match, go up against the heavyweight champion, Seth Rollins. Going up against a guy that he could be, there's no one that you could have picked that would have been better suited on the main roster to have a great match with this guy. I mean, they're perfectly suited for each other. And I felt like this, what could have been this huge moment that could have really helped elevate a guy due to horrible commentary, especially by a guy that I feel so tentative to, Byron Sykes, I felt like the commentary did no service to this match at all. If anything, it was a great disservice to it. Yeah, the commentary all night was... uh, It it was terrible. It's never good, and it was worse than normal. Byron's struggling hard to be in that role, and there's there's no click with 
with the three of them with JBL Booker T, especially Booker T. He did, I, I, there were several times that like he was openly addressed or prompted to respond to something and just didn't. He just stared at him. Yeah, like multiple it was times. Weird. I almost feel I almost feel like there was like uh, like heat or something because I mean it was obvious it was blatant. It was so weird, man. And like I said, I mean. I just I really feel like they did a disservice to uh what could have been a huge moment for Neville. Yeah, I, mean, like, I guess I, I look at it this way. Take that same match and put I mean, I'll say it, even Michael Cole. Put somebody that would actually get over the fact, you know, that this guy was pulling off the comeback on the world champ. He was, you know, still hanging in there. You could have made a star out of this guy in one match right there. Oh, yeah. I did see that the ratings dropped, I think, about 0.5 per hour. How much of that do you think is because of the show, which I'm by no means arguing that it could be that. that I mean, the show really wasn't that great. But how much of that do you think is because of the show, and how much of that do you think is due to the basketball final, which I think was like the most watched game in the last 20 years or something like that, they said? It was it was a good game. Uh, I'm sure that plays in there, but at, at the same time, I I think probably the people that a lot of the people that were going to watch it were already over there. I mean, that's what I did. I didn't even bother with wrestling. Right. That's what I watched. But I mean, they could play, and it's hard to, to and and maybe that's why they sell out whatever because they know that thought their answer will be. Well, it was up against. Look what it was up against. How can we compare that rating to anything? What's the bleed over? Do you think there is between mainstream sports fans and wrestling fans? I always wonder that. Zero. My dad will. My dad will watch a game of almost anything. But I guarantee you, if I was to walk in the living room right now and turn on wrestling, he'd just get him to go to bed. <laughs> I mean. As far as hardcore sports fans, I think so few of them, unless they were just <laughs> wrestling. Nobody's going to be – no hardcore sports fan is flipping to the TV and stops on wrestling unless they see New Jack jumping off a yeah, You're right, man. <laughs> you're right. Well, think about it. I mean, one of our good friends is a pretty hardcore sports guy, Tony, and we struggle to get him interested in any wrestling whatsoever. I don't think it's, you know, dad, my dad's always been that way. A lot of, like, my family that are huge sports fans are not wrestling fans. And there's a lot of my family that used to be wrestling fans in, like, the 80s, but wouldn't wouldn't want to at all now. That's because they keep killing the business, Jimmy. Killing that business dead, son. All them super kick parties. If they, if they throw them dad blame super kicks, sell a daggone headlock. <laughs> no, you got to do uh, what you got to do. Somebody throw mm-hmm. a headlock and slow his show down. It's getting a little out of hand. Yes, it is. It's getting a little crazy. I agree. Um, I, I will, um, I'll, I'll ask, uh, we talked about Neville's second match on the main roster. What about um, the Lucha Dragons? second match on the main roster. Did you have any thoughts on that, Matt? 
uh, I think they're completely over already, and it's awesome. That's the, that's the main takeaway of it. I think, I guess the New Day's turning heel. So what you got from that? Yeah, yeah. I think that it's kind of one of those ones where I don't think they have a choice but to turn them heel. Yeah, man. They, I don't know. I don't know why they're still sticking with it. It's it's. Dumb. I don't think that was their, I don't think that was the original direction though. Oh, dude, no. I don't. No, it was definitely not. I don't know. It's terrible. I I, I like. To a degree, all three of the guys in it, some more than others, obviously, but it's just bad. But, I mean, that match was, it was fine. It was, it made Lucha Dragons look real good, and that was the main point, I guess. Did you notice Kalisto um, almost getting caught on the top rope? Yes, I did. He did that. <laughs> he, he pulled it off, though, man. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I sometimes like to see that. Maybe I'm crazy. I don't consider that a botch if you start to almost... If you, like, find a way to make it work whenever it looks like it's been a botch, to me, that almost makes me like the move more. It makes it look more real to me and less choreographed. Does that make sense? Uh, yeah, actually, I, I get that. I, I it get doesn't that. look like... I like when people... Like, kind of like When it looks like that, it doesn't look like a video game. It looks more real life. Yeah. So, yeah. There's something to be said for that. Um, also... You know, I, I know you got a chance to watch it, Matt. And, Jimmy, I'm assuming maybe you did. Did you guys um, – what, what are you guys' thoughts on the highlight video we saw from this past Friday night's Pro Wrestling Gorilla show? Because I got to say, it's like – it blew me away. I thought it looked like the best PWG show in months. This one was called uh, – oh, I cannot remember the name of the show. But it was Friday night. I, I don't remember either. Jimmy, did you? I know Matt. You thought Jimmy. Did you get a chance to watch that highlight video? I saw bits and pieces of it. You know, as soon as I saw they had a woman going in there toe to toe with you know two guys, I just had to say, "Killing the business, baby, cut it off." <laughs> oh, Candice LeRae, killing it, man. Um, uh, I it's think called, it's, don't, it's called "Don't Sweat the Technique." Yes, don't sweat the technique. This show looks phenomenal. Um, you know, we're we're really high on Trevor Lee on this podcast. It's a guy that we're you know, he's from North Carolina, so fairly close to where we're from. Um, you know, a state or two away. But um we'll claim him. And uh it's he's one of those guys that I mean, I think we all pretty much feel that he's headed nowhere but up. And it looks like he had an amazing match with uh, Mike Bailey, who I was unfamiliar with. I'm telling you, this show, if you haven't watched it yet, I'm gonna say now you're listening to this as soon as we get done with the show go look on youtube for pro wrestling gorilla uh, don't sweat the technique preview and you're going to be ordering this dvd it looks amazing yeah man absolutely it looked, looked like a stellar show a bunch of california boys out there killing their darn business all the time and i love it <laughs> hey let's talk about that you know that's been a big topic this week and uh we're not ones to skirt around controversy in fact, we'll embrace it. I, I got in a little debate with uh, the Honest Wrestling promoter on Facebook this week, and it kind of carried over. We uh, started a little bit of discussion on a place to talk about pro wrestling. Lots of local wrestlers that we know, guys that we're friends with, chiming in with the varying opinions. And uh, there seems to be a real schism right now between what we have affectionately dubbed the new K-Babe 
and the old school style. And uh, let's just discuss this for a minute. I mean, I think it's something to talk about. And Jimmy, I, you know, I, I know Matt's thoughts on this. Let's hear some more of your thoughts on it, man. Um, what's your genuine feelings on this whole deal? Uh, I have been out of all of that loop, but my personal opinion on killing the business, <laughs> if whatever you're doing puts butts in stands, you're not killing the business. If whatever you're doing sells merchandise, you're not killing the business. Young bucks are hugely over. They're not killing the business. If you, you know the show and there's 12 people there, Probably what they're doing is killing the business. <laughs> what a revelation. Yeah. yeah the, the wrestling business is a business. And at the end of the day, if you're making money, then you are successful. So, yeah, what a revelation. Um, that's the thing, Jimmy. I was uh, I posted this somewhere in all the debacle this week. But... um. The fact that Pro Wrestling Gorilla, who also gets lumped in with this whole thing with the Young Bucks because of the highly, it is, I mean, it's a very highly spot-heavy style. Um, it's that every month they have got standing room only in this venue, and it's like people lining up for hours to get in, to be the ones to get in, paying upwards of, I mean, was it paying at least $60 a pop for tickets and probably more than that for ringside. How can you argue with that? You know, and plus DVD sales out the wazoo across the country. Uh, I just, I, I get what I think it all boils down to. We, we we started a new club. I think there's a lot of guys out there that don't like this style because it's not really a style that they're capable of doing. I'm not saying all of them, but I think there's a lot of them. style, the fast bump, do cuts, crazy stuff. I'm not saying it's necessarily good for the workers because it asks more and more and more people get hurt. So I'm not saying it's necessarily the best. Really? I'm saying if you look at your customer base has always evolved. Grandma, mm-hmm. who thought it was real, you could clamp a headlock on and you could sit there and watch that for 20 minutes and they would be perfectly okay. Just like right now, I can sit and watch a UFC match and watch them sit there and grapple. Because you know it's real. Yeah. So I think that's where it lays in it. But now there are people out there who can, two old guys who know how to work a crowd right, can get the crowd going and clamp a headlock and you get lost in that it's real and it's perfectly fine. But if you don't know what you're doing and you go out there and, grab a headlock for 10 minutes and just want to sit there and go, yeah, I got him or something stupid like that. <laughs> don't have to the match. Then, yeah, you aren't working it. So I think everybody has what they can do. And yeah. some people think you can only do it one way, even though they can't do it that way. That's my personal opinion. But I'm, I'm, I I'm, think I'm, you're... I'm just a fan. I, you know, I just know what I'm going to pay my money to see. God forbid my opinion matter. Yeah, yeah, I, you're right. At the end of the day, we're fans. Here's the thing I, I want to throw out, too. There's guys out there, and uh, it's almost unfair to the rest of the world. I'm going to use a guy for an example right now. 
his, you know, number one, I love him to death. I think, you know, he's a friend of the show, even though we we like to read each other back and forth. I want to throw up the name Rip Manson for a moment. Rip Manson, it is unfair to the rest of the world how much charisma that man has. Possibly one of the most entertaining human beings alive. Don't tell him I said that because I don't want him to think I'm putting him over. It would be amazing if everybody in the world had his charisma level and could go out. You know what? And I'm not saying Rip don't. I saw Rip do crazy moves. I saw him do the, I mean, Miracle on the Mountain that year, he did the hit, the Cactus Jack. I mean, elbow dive off the raper. I'm not saying Rip don't bump. I'm saying Rip don't have to bump. But that's not the answer for everybody. That's not the answer for 98% of the population because 98% of the population will never have the charisma that a Rip Manson has. But you can't expect every match to be that, or you're not going. To, it's just not going to work. Well, I'm going to put it in the uh, just in my perspective again, and it's you have to have something for everybody because what you hope is that I come. And I bring my son. Well, you've got, on your card, you've got something that's going to entertain me, and you've got something that's going to entertain my son. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, you have a little bit for everybody. When you want to sit there and go, oh, this is how we've always done it, well, if my grandpa suddenly came out, he might enjoy that. Yeah. You know, because that's probably all he want, wants to see, because that's what he grew up watching. Right. Like that. But me, I want... Again, I don't care what it is if you can entertain me, and I think that's the that's the trick. Exactly what you're saying It's the charisma. I mean, I can watch and be entertained by the young bucks doing commercials selling T-shirts. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, you put another guy out there, and he's selling me a T-shirt. He's giving me a T-shirt. I still don't want it because he doesn't entertain me. Yeah, you're right. You're hundred percent right, man. I'll speak to you on the new kayfabe and entertainment. Today, I spent 30 minutes of my life watching Machine Gun Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows talking, drinking beer, and trying to get somebody to jack off on a podcast. And I loved it. That's the new kayfabe, good brother. I <laughs> hmm. hope that their podcast never quite goes that way. I don't think I will. It's going it that got, way right it now. Got, it, got, it got scrapped by the end of the show, but. It was an entertaining ride while it lasted. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Matt, you got a chance to uh, view. You, you want to give them any review of this here, this uh, product that you watched today? Well, I'll just say this to answer your question and then fitting. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you get a lot of that. You get a lot of uh, them being stone cold, drinking a lot of beer, of course. Uh, It's the story of them doing their Talking Shop podcast, but Doc decides in the middle of it that he's got a new contract to do a show called Cock Torturers. So uh, he he branches off to try to get some people to do uh, outlandish things, but I don't think it's really that outlandish over there, so it seems kind of fitting. It's really weird and really amazing and really funny and well worth $2. (laughs) Yeah, you got this on a Vimeo for a dollar ninety nine, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I stumbled upon it on Twitter today, and decided, I watched the little 
little trailer they had, which was really nothing, and I was like, all right, I'm doing it. <laughs> so that's that's pretty awesome. Uh, yeah, we, we, I, I'm looking forward to watching it myself, man. Yeah, you've been talking. We've been talking about things that kill the business. Let's talk about something that you know your commentary does sometimes, killing the business. But you're going to be doing some commentary this weekend. <laughs> so why don't we talk about that show? You know, talk a little bit about you guys this weekend, and then uh, I think you guys had an announcement from Miracle on the Mountain. Yeah, yeah. Um, this weekend is uh, the WVCW television taping. And this will be the uh, second WVCW show under a new regime. So, uh, yeah, definitely want to check that out. And, uh, I mean, the main event, I'm excited about. Matt, tell them what we got in the main event. Oh, man, we got international superstar. It's safe to say that. Chase Owens taking on Benny Conley, hottest rising young star in West Virginia wrestling. This one is going to be real good, I think. I'm excited about that. We've got the Black Skull Army coming back, and that's been a very, very hot storyline developing in WVCW. We've got, um, is the, is, don't we have a strap match? Yes, we do. A strap match with J.C. Dykes Jr. and Hercules Cortez. This show is really shaping up to be a good one. I'm excited about it. And, um, you know, we're inching closer and closer to the big night of the year for WCCW, Air WrestleMania, Miracle on the Mountain. And uh, last week, we got the chance to announce one of the surprise, I guess, um, combatants that's coming in to take part in the show. This week, we have the honor of doing another. And Matt, would you like to be the one to tell the world who's coming to Miracle on the Mountain this year? Well, Jeff, I would be honored to do that. And I'll tell you, down there in Bluefield that night, we're going to be a rocking and we're going to be a rolling because Rock and Roll Martin will be in the house. Oh man, that's right, right there. That's a perfect example. We talk about the old, we talk about the new. You got Ricky Morton in there. This is a guy that held the NWA Junior Heavyweight Title last year and can still get in there and go with these junior heavyweights. He can still go in there and put it on. This guy is the perfect. He's what I would call a bridge between the old and the new. I really think so. Oh yeah, man, I agree. Uh, I know our discussions in private here recently. I've talked real highly of Ricky and the things he's doing, and still able to do and stay relevant in this business. Granted, not on a WWE scale or anything of that nature, but that, I, I think I think the tides of all that's changing anyway. But he has made himself relevant. Feel to this day in this scene, it's remarkable. And like you said, he can still get it done. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm excited that he's coming in. And uh, you know, one time Matt and myself actually got the chance to see Ricky Morton throw his groceries across the parking <laughs> lot of a Super America in Gilbert, West Virginia, just to throw the rock and roll symbol up to us. That is accurate information. That was that was an amazing moment. <laughs> <laughs> so. Just to recap a little bit, uh, so now it's Ricky Morton, Freight Train, right? Mm-hmm. Jake Manning. Jake Manning. And Damon. Chance Prophet. Chance Prophet. Okay, I can't remember who else is coming. Uh, is there somebody yeah. else? I think that's all that we've announced so far. And Jeff Griffith. 
Jeff Griffith will be there. Matt Klein will be there. Willie Blackheart will be there. You know who else is going to be there? Jimmy, I'll go ahead and announce this. The only, the real, the true West Virginia heavyweight wrestling champion. Not somebody that they made up a belt and said, all right, you win this match and you're the heavyweight champion. No, 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 no. A belt that's actually the actual has a legacy behind it, been around for a while, been defended, held, you know, with high regard, the actual West Virginia Heavyweight Championship Wrestling Belt. The true, unified, the true unified West Virginia Championship Belt. This thing's got yeah. tons of history now. Tons of history. That's Frank Parker, baby. He's going to be there. So, um, yeah, a, a real one. Not a paper title that somebody made up and decided they were going to call it the West Virginia title. No, the actual West Virginia champion. So that's pretty cool. Why do I feel like it's a dig at somebody? Uh, dude, call me Dig Doug. I'm digging all day. You better believe it is. Man, I, I'm I'm not going to name names, but I was looking at something the other day on a local show, and like it seemed like every match was for some kind of champ, like a world title. I was like, how many yeah. world titles can you have? <laughs> Yeah, if you make them up, you can do a pretty good lot with them, I guess. Uh, Jimmy, I don't know if you know this or not, but literally since we've been on the air, I have actually been crowned the Holiday Inn Roanoke Heavyweight Champion. Well, I am, and Coy, uh, Rip Manson can challenge me, I am the McDowell County Champ, I think, right now. Oh. Is that the McDowell County Heavyweight Championship or the McDowell County Heritage title? Which one? both, actually. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> Why not? I mean, hey. <laughs> We're just making up titles. Let's do it. But apparently, you know, Hojo is the world champion of the county. We have three world champions here in this county, apparently. So. Ooh, goodness gracious. Why not? Yeah. Like I said, man, if you can make them up, we, why not, man? Why don't we all have a title? It's like Oprah. Everybody gets a title. You get a title. You get a title. I think... I don't know if they think that makes it more interesting because you have something on the line. Mm-hmm. But to me, and I think that was part of my problem with a UFC. I watch it. I don't still watch it as much as I used to. But there became so many weight divisions, it became an aggravation to keep up with how many champions there were. Entirely. Too many champions in the UFC. I agree with you 100%. There needs to be at least three divisions eliminated and uh, combined, I think. I think that's, you know, people want to give you something. <clears throat> Part of it with the UFC is the way things go. They need championships to headline cards because so many people get hurt and things happen. But it's I don't get that whole concept at all. But no. we have... Lots of championship belts between us from now on. I think so. <laughs> and if and if we need to, we can always make up more. Always. Um, are you going to get a title this Friday, Jimmy? There's a title that I have a feeling you may win this Friday. This Friday? Yeah, this Friday. I have a feeling you're 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 bringing a belt home. You'll actually have it by the time Saturday rolls around. I have a feeling you'll have that belt. I'm also you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't. The binge-watching, the Netflix binge-watching title. <laughs> I have a feeling that you're going to win that belt 
by watching every episode of Daredevil this Friday. Am I right? Is that this Friday? Yes. I thought it was, for some reason I was relating it to tax day. No, man, I'm pretty sure it's this Friday. (laughs) No, if it's this Friday, I won't, for one simple reason. School's out and Jake will be home, and I I hear it's pretty, uh... (laughs) Yeah, I've been hearing it's, uh... It's it's definitely not your uh, your, your run of the mill you know kid aimed superhero show. This thing's supposed to be pretty mature. I could be wrong on that date, man. You may want to double check me, but I'm pretty sure it's Friday. Yeah, it is. Well, Monday I will start on it Monday morning when he, they leave for school, and I will be I will at least be binge watching until three o'clock. So <laughs> you can get in a lot of episodes in that much time, man. I already cleared it with the wife. She's not going to be mad if I binge watch through because she was like, yeah, I want to see it, but I'll just go back and watch it later. So, Did you see the interview that the uh, the actor, I forget his name, the play of Daredevil, he did confirm that throughout this first season, he will be wearing the black ninja costume, as they call it, the, you know, the John Romita ninja costume. But he also did confirm that he said that the best day on set was the day that he got put on the iconic red Daredevil outfit. So that one will be in it as well, the progression. I wonder if it will be like Ben Affleck's costume. No. (laughs) They're going to make this thing look cool, man. Um, We'll find out real soon. I have Um, huge expectations for it. mm Mm-hmm. At the same at the same time, as of right now, I still say DC owns the division market in the comic book world. So we'll see what happens. Oh, man, uh, you know, I, I can't I can't really argue or agree with that point because I am like six episodes behind on the Flash. I am like three seasons behind on Arrow. In other words, I've only watched like one episode. And I'm like three episodes behind on Gotham. Um, I'm completely caught up on Agents of Shield though. And uh, I'm, throwing out, I'm throwing out Gotham. But I that show's a turd, man. I, I, every time I think I'm getting into it, I just end up getting so back out of it. I, I cannot stay involved with this show. I don't know why, but I keep watching it, so I must like it more than I think. I don't know, Matt. You like it pretty good, don't you? I mean, I, I I don't love it by any means, but I don't hate it enough that I want to quit watching. I think I, I may be an episode or two behind at the moment, but I, I keep up with it. Uh, I don't hate it. Here's a weird conundrum. Why is it that the show that I do love, The Flash, I'm way behind on, but the show that I don't really like the whole lot, Gotham, I'm not real far behind on. That doesn't make sense. Do you DVR the both? Yes. Wow, that is weird, man. Because like, if I was if I if I was behind on Flash and I sat down and started watching it, I would have to go through all of them because to me it's that good. This is right. It's, it's excellent. Yeah. Arrow, we went to like the first two or three seasons, just getting caught up. I mean, me and Kendra watched it religiously every night, two or three episodes until we got caught up. Uh, I mean those. They're just that good. Now, I haven't watched, and you guys can tell me, or maybe Waldo or Hojo's watched it. They're in the chat room. I zombie. Nah, nah, I haven't watched it, man. Uh, I read the comics, like, the first 
six issues, and then I kept buying them, but I quit reading them. I don't know. It never that story. I, I thought it was kind of cool, but then like I just completely lost interest in it. I kept buying them. I ended up selling like the first twelve issues on eBay for like a little bit over a hundred dollars, though. So just when the TV show got announced, I was able to sell them just like that. Yeah, I need to. <laughs> I probably should sell some Walking Dead before that goes off TV, but I can't. Do yeah, that. man, you, yeah. you gotta jump on that train if you plan on selling. But I haven't watched it yet. I'm nervous about it. I'm kind. Of, I've read it. It was okay, but I'm I'm nervous about how they're gonna do that. So, Matt, did you say you had or haven't watched it? I have not. I've I've been hearing a lot of good things. I've not really saw a whole lot of negativity surrounding it, but I haven't had a chance to check it out yet. Man, we'll have to I'll have to beat in a couple episodes this week, so see how it goes. I'll, I'll Did you guys back. see the interview that Kevin Feige did? Where and or it might have been it was either him or Joss Whedon, where they confirmed that there is no post credit scene for Agents of Age of Ultron. I did see that. How do you guys feel about that? That's a little weird to me. What does that mean? I mean. They still have stories, or is it now that they've laid out the timeline so much? They're like, well, you know what's coming, so what's the point? I don't know. The the quote that I saw said that they didn't feel they could top the shawarma scene. I feel that it's easily topped, personally. I do, too. That's what I thought when I read it. I was like, really? (laughs) There's a part of me that wonders if it's not just a straight-up lie just to kind of keep a secret, because they also keep saying that there's no chance of Carol Danvers or Captain Marvel being in this movie. But that kind of flies directly in the face with a piece of insider information that I was gave by a pretty reliable source. Indeed. So. Did you see Alphabet? Sorry, go ahead, Jeff. No, 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 I was just going to say something. I I question if maybe they're just throwing out red herrings here just to try to uh, keep people so that they do have a surprise. That's very possible. And speaking on something else that was throughout in an interview, uh, I forget the exact name of someone in the Marvel Studios there, but uh, said that they're considering having animated movies and TV shows that also take place in the cinematic universe. I am completely cool with that. I am, but I can see where it could confuse people that aren't uh, diehards with it? I don't know. I don't know. I'm intrigued by it. Well, you know, I mean, if they wanted to do that, they could have really tested the waters with Big Hero 6. Because that is a Marvel property originally. Right. They could have easily just, uh, you know, they could have stuck some little something in there that would have connected it to the cinematic universe and it wouldn't have hurt that movie at all. I it's really good. Jimmy, you saw it, haven't you? Uh, 30 times probably by now. Do you love it? Because I love it, man. I really love it. Jake is enamored with it. But, um, yeah, I've watched it a lot with him. And I can't say that I'm tired of it. I mean, if he told me tomorrow you want to watch it, I'd watch it again with him because I know how much he enjoys it. And I can sit through it because I still like it. So, 
I actually looked. Um, I was at Barnes and Noble a little bit ago, and there's a Big Hero Six manga that was released, and I looked at it. I actually started to pick it up. It looked really cool, man. Um, I think I want to say his did it, but I'm not for sure. But um, the art looked really cool in it. And I, I kind of wish I'd have bought it. Actually, the more I think about it, it was really cool looking. They, uh, that movie, I think they've already confirmed it, haven't they? What is it? They've already confirmed a part two for Big Hero 6. Oh, I don't know. I have, I mean, if you, I haven't heard that news. I'm, I've been hoping for that news. And uh, you could be right. I may have just missed it. I, I genuinely hope that you're right because I feel that there's more to tell with those characters and they're very popular. There's a lot of movies that get sequels that deserve them way less than Big Hero 6 does. So I hope and pray that it does. The Big Hero 6, another of those, uh, Hell's Kitchen, another Lego movie, another Frozen movie. Yeah. That was coming. Printing that Disney money right there. Yeah, man. The Big Hero 6, um, yeah, I mean, think about it. some of these movies like the Madagascar movies. How many of those have they been now? Penguins and Madagascar. There's no way you don't make a Big Hero 6, too. This thing was a, you know, it has to happen. So, yeah, you're right, Jimmy. I'm, I'm excited and I'm hoping that those. I hope you're right. I hope it was announced. What else but, um, on the perspective there, Jeff, for the evening? Hey, let's not. Uh, we're going to run out of time again. And I don't want to. It's been so long, I don't want to hash out the whole thing. But in The Walking Dead, what do you guys think? God, I forgot. We haven't talked about that, have we? No, um, and I don't want to hash it out because everybody's seen it now. But, I mean, what was your thoughts with the way that whole thing climaxed at the end? I thought it was really good, actually. I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like they threw out... We talked about red herrings earlier. I think they threw out so many red herrings to make people think that there was going to be you know, major character deaths on this episode. And even the episode was built to make you think that. You thought Glenn was gone at least at one point. You know, I mean, different things. Um, I think that they made people... You know, they got people very on edge, didn't pull the trigger. Now everybody kind of sighed, and I feel like the season debut, you are going to get balls to the wall. You're going to get some character deaths that first episode. And it's going to be, I think it was, it's an interesting method, and I really enjoyed it, man. I thought it was a great episode. What about you, Matt? I mean, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought they kind of trolled us a little by, you know, saying we're going to have to have the, the you know, tissues ready and all that, which I, I don't hate on that. But I thought it was a really good episode. I, I saw some arguments saying they wanted something more dramatic to happen, which I guess I can understand. I don't know, but I think it was a beautiful setup for what's to come. I thought that ending moment was – I thought that was really cool. Like that was That was a moment to me. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that last minute because you had, like, Rick being the man that he's become and shooting, you know, the one dude. And then he looks up, and there's, I can't remember the guy's name. Morgan. Morgan 
from the literally his first day of existence in that world that I feel like kind of brought him back for a second and freaked him out. Yeah. Look, I'm looking forward to that. Looking forward to the way they're going to play that off and see how that goes. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, we saw the setup for the wolves. The wolves are definitely coming. And, uh, I mean, this is the scavengers from the comic book. And we know what that brings, that whole conflict. I feel like this next season we've got coming up is going to be the hardest one for a lot of people to watch because I feel like in this next season you're going to get two major, major shocking moments. I feel like they're both coming next season. And I feel like, well, the two moments that I feel like you're getting next season, one of them almost ran me off from the book and the other one did. So I think you're getting them both next season. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I still say my ultimate setup is Maggie's pregnant until Glenn Maggie dies. That makes whoever does it the most hated villain ever on that show. Ever, yeah. I I, I think that would be worse than killing anyone else. And this is the way they did it because there would be that hope and then then the episode, it's gone. So... You're going to get so many people mad. You know, um, I, I know you guys don't watch it. I just got to say, I got to throw kudos. I thought an even better season finale happened this last Monday night. The season finale of Better Call Saul was amazing, in my opinion. Um, it was the perfect way. It was a story arc that started in episode one, and it completely ran all the way through, and you saw the conclusion of that story arc in episode two at the very end. And AMC is just doing amazing stuff with their TV shows right now. Um, Mad Men's getting ready to come back. I know a lot of people are excited about that for this finale season. Um, AMC's just killing it right now. Man, I got to speak on something coming up Sunday night. I know Jimmy's just probably just as excited as I am, but we get Game of Thrones coming back, baby. Uh, yes, Jeff would be excited if he would have ever caught up, but I'm pretty pumped to see what happens this season. Oh, man, me too. You know, we no. already had so many people died. Let's name off everybody that's died already. No, 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 no. Let's not do that. <laughs> Let's not do that. That'd be awesome if we didn't. What I will ask you guys is how do you plan on watching? Do you, I, I, do you guys both subscribe to HBO? You got the HBO Go? Or are you, are you watching it through other means? I'm just curious. I, I have HBO. Okay. Yeah, I have it too, we'll say. Okay. I was just yeah, wondering. We'll, we'll say on mine too, but I have it. <laughs> well, yeah, the reason uh, I ask as a is because, like, viewer, I receive copies of stuff all the time, Jeff, just so everybody knows. Well, I understand that. I understand that. The reason I ask is because even if I had got caught up, I was just wondering. I was like, man, I don't know if I would have been able to watch it live anyway, because I don't know if I could swear to HBO right now. Well, there's ways around that. Jeff, you asked that question to two guys that you know can't even answer that question. Come on. That's true. That's you, true. You, you, know, you know people. If you want to watch it, you can watch it, baby. I know people. I do know people. You're right. I don't think we have to worry about that because you're never going to get out of season one. <laughs> I did a... You're never going to talk about all the Stark deaths. Oh. What is it? <laughs> 
boy. Go back and listen to the replay. Okay. <laughs> or maybe maybe don't, Jeff. Yeah, maybe don't. Okay. I just ruined, like, all of season one for you. I didn't even hear what you said, so. Yeah, you got lucky. <laughs> um, hey. Yeah, I want to watch it. I need, I need. I just need to get caught up, guys. There's no excuse. Honestly, hey, we, I really just need to. Just, just for the heck of it here real fast, just to make sure we got time, there was another announcement for the uh, wrestling show Miracle on the Mountain or for this weekend. I'm not sure which one it was, but if you guys want to go ahead and make that. Uh, yes, I don't know that Jeff even knows that this is happening because uh, our good friend Mr. Watts just gave me a go-ahead to announce one half of the main event for Miracle on the Mountain 5. Okay. Well, Jeff, you just hurt Jeff's feelings because he doesn't know, just so you know. I think no, so, I'm man. excited. Sad. The feelings are not hurt. I'm excited. Go ahead. Well, gentlemen, do you all like to get extreme? Oh, I, I would love to get extreme. I like I like my coffee extreme. I like it with you know, so black. I like my, my hot sauce extreme. And I love I my think- wrestling extreme. But I take it you were both fans of Extreme Championship Wrestling, the real Extreme Championship Wrestling. Yes. Then you'll be very familiar with this man. That will be one half of the main event, and that is none other than C.W. Anderson. Awesome. Oh, C.W., baby. I like like C.W., man. That's awesome. Dude, I've always been a huge C.W. Anderson fan. He was a part of... um, what I consider to be one of my favorite eras of ECW, and that would be that latter period. You know, they were about to go out, but the, the guys that were there, I thought banded together and put on some amazing shows and really fought hard for that product. And, you know, I just I love CW. Yeah, man. I, I'm, when I found out that news moments ago, I was very excited to hear it. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Did, did, you, uh, did it make you want to go outside and give a spine buster? To your landlord through a table. No, well, that would literally probably kill my landlord if I did that. So, uh, <laughs> no, but maybe maybe they're just living with him there. Uh, well, not well, that's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell you what, save it. You can hit me with a spine buster when you that's see me next. That's much so. There you go. That's exciting. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, miracle, man. That's, that's always huge. How many weeks out are you now? Uh, I'll put you on the spot. You did Miracle on the Mountain this Saturday, June 6th. You got so looking at two months. Yeah, more or less. There'd probably still be several names announced, I would guess. I'm guessing, uh, guessing, and if it is, I feel sorry for Mr. Watt's wife, but I hope he's not blowing his load too quick. Man, this, yeah, Cody Watts is a. He's just, he's clanging and banging, brother. Pulling him in, and uh, he's. He, if you want to know who else is coming, you're going to have to talk to Matt because obviously that's who Watts tells everything to now. Well, you know, the uh, Mr. Watts is a uh, pretty smart man. You know, he's he's Bill's son, so. Yeah. <laughs> is that true? I, I've heard that. I did not know that was true. Oh man! That Apparently, is- looking at the chat room, the other half of the announcement. So I guess. After this Saturday, if you're at the show this Saturday, 
you'll know the full main event, so you'll know the other big star. Hmm. Very cool. You know, this Saturday night at the Princeton Rec Center. I think that means if you're listening to this, you need to be there. WVCW Arena. That's right. It's the WVCW Arena. It's the house that we built. Um, and you need to be there this Saturday. 7 p.m. bell time? Uh, I think 7.30 this weekend. 7.30. Get there at 7. Buy a hot dog. Hang out. Listen to some music. Buy some merch. Buy a t-shirt from the warehouse. The official WCW merchandise company. Yeah, exactly. Now, are you going to have those uh, killing the business shirts uh, ready to purchase this weekend? Uh, I will be taking orders on them, absolutely. Well, there you go, folks. You want to kill in the business shirt? If you want to be a part of the very first ever print run of what's sure to be a classic shirt, you need to get in with Matt now. Be, if you are part of the new kayfabe, you got to have this shirt, killing the business. A uh, 7.30 bell time there. So be there at 7. Yeah, be there at whenever, you know. Yeah. Come picnic out front until it's ready. I'll, I'll be there at like 3 o'clock because i got a birthday party there. <laughs> oh. Jimmy is going to have the best seat in the house because he's going to be there at 3 o'clock. So. I, I, I'm hoping, hoping possibly to bring Jake down for a, a little bit of the show. Is what I'm hoping, because I think we're actually going to be in town this time, which normally seems to never work out. And he's been wanting to come watch some wrestling action. Unfortunately, with my son, you know, again, he's five. He's not. He can't make it to a whole show. But we'll get to see some of it. Be fun. I'll spend well from what I hear and get thirty minutes of a show. But hey, whatever. There you go, man. Well, you know, from what I hear, he may be very impressed with the uh, the new sound system because apparently we've got a new sound system that's quite loud. Actually, that will frighten my child to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he'll get to hear me talking. I'll, I'll, I'll send a special shout out to him. I'll say, hey, hey, little Jake. Will you be, uh, you know, properly trained by your daddy, Bo? <sighs> I don't think my trainer's welcome back, so. Uh. Well, I know. He might not be welcome back, but I figure you guys, you know, you guys are taking care of that phone call back and forth, tweeting, emailing, you know. I you, he, you think Bo James tweets? I, I, I would be shocked. Does he have a Twitter? I don't know. I thought he just tweeted here recently. He was coming to McDowell County because he thought I was down here. Uh, I, th- I think he put it on Facebook. He may have put it on Twitter. I don't know. Uh, I'm pretty sure he does because uh, I think he followed WVCW earlier today on Twitter. And if you don't follow WVCW, why are you not following them? And also, Jeff, tell everybody else our Twitters as well. Well, if you want to follow the craziness and shenanigans that is the Nerdy 30s, you can follow us, um, myself personally, at Jeff from West Virginia. That's one word. Matt at Blue Turtlegrass. Jimmy, you are at J. Lee Kelly 24740? Just J. Kelly 24740. Okay, just J. Kelly. Forget the Lee. You want to follow uh, Nerdy 30s? Um, there's at Nerdy 30s. There's WVCW at WVCW TV. And uh, that's all the 
Twitter plugs we'll throw out. But um, yeah, we we always on there. Be sure and check out nerdy30s.com, too. I know Jimmy's always putting work into that. And, and while we're at it, through Friday, my book, you can get it on Amazon. It's a kid's book. It has nothing to do with wrestling. But since it's my show, we do whatever we want here. And right now I'm talking about my book. Download it. It's free. <laughs> Leave me a review on Amazon. Enough said. If you don't like it, then don't kill my business. Forget you even read it. Don't leave me a bad review. <laughs> I'm really proud of you with that, man. My dreams. Uh, the, the paperback copies will be in a couple months, and my dream is that one day I will see my book being read in a classroom at some point. You know? Uh, I know a guy that wants to be a teacher. Uh, he's, he's trying to become one. I could see him possibly reading this book to a classroom full of children. Well, that will just be awesome. That and actually going into a bookstore with my son and seeing it on the shelf. That's like my two big dreams right now. And, you know, of course, finishing book two, which is done. I just have to get some artwork done for. Book two's wrapped up, baby. I'm rolling like a machine. <laughs> Love it. I'm, that's, I'm that's not killing awesome. the business. <laughs> it's the opposite of killing the business. of making the business, buddy. You're making them pounds with them books. What else, boys? We got about five minutes. Anything else exciting to talk Matt, about? Matt, throw us out a random topic. Hey, random. Hey. Let's do a nerdy threes. You think of yeah. one? I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. Who's going to start? Hold on. Hold on one second. Hold on one second, okay? Okay. Don't talk very loud, but I'm I'm gonna have a guest on here for a second, okay? Okay. Mom, mom, tell them what wrestlers you know. What wrestlers I know? Tell them what wrestlers you know. Tell them. Who do you go see? Um, he's Black Eagle and Gene and Jan Madrid. And you ain't watched this since, have you? No. That's what I thought. Thank you. You catch up? I heard Gene Madrid. Mom said she she. She hasn't watched wrestling since Chief Black Evil and Jan and Jean Madrid. There you go. <laughs> Mom's killing the business. Killing, you killing the business. You better right, bring her to the show, man. This is the nerdy thirties, man. Anytime she walks by, I know it's exactly who she's going to say when I bring up wrestling. Good. <laughs> Do the I'm doing... What? I'm doing nerdy threes. Yeah, man, you're doing it. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, um, okay, okay, since uh, something we didn't talk about, a couple of hot shows are from our past are coming back into rotation, at least potentially, have named me three TV shows that you would like to see have another chance. I feel like we've done this before, but if so, we're doing it again. Woo! There's the three shows that you wish could come back for another season? Yeah. Okay. Jimmy, start us out. One of the ones I would have said uh, several years ago was V, and then they did it, and it sucked, so I won't say that one. <laughs> but I'm going to say The Highwayman. Ha! Ah, damn you. Oh, I swear that was wrong. <laughs> You're up next, Jeff. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, I'm going to say a little bit of a crazy pick. The show that I loved when I was in junior high. 
Rollerball. Remember that? Uh, sort of. It was like the kind of like roller derby show, but like they would like, yeah. like it was like a wrestling gimmick mixed in with it. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that popped in my head just now. I love that, man. That was like when we were in like seventh grade, Jimmy. Uh, what about you, Matt? Uh, I'll say one. Dinosaurs. Oh, man, that that was on something. I think it was on Netflix. It might be gone now. But if you haven't had a chance, look up uh, Dinosaurs Sing Big Papa. It's early. I saw it, and it's amazing. That absolutely <laughs> rocks. I love that show. Uh, one show I think will happen soon. Uh, instead of Hulk Hogan's Rock and Wrestling, I, I feel like we're going to have Roman Reigns Rock and Wrestling soon. Probably the Waldo's favorite show ever, in my opinion. <laughs> hey, man, if we're going to talk about animated stuff, one of my big favorites just got announced about two or three weeks ago. Disney's bringing back DuckTales. I don't know if you guys knew that or not. Uh, Jake's yeah. so excited, man. Jake's so excited. I'm pumped about that. But if you're going to bring back DuckTales, you also have to bring back Rescue Rangers. And Darkwing Duck. Let's get That's it. A, and Darkwing. Oh, that was my next one. You just stole it. <laughs> At least we're all thinking the same route. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything else? One more quick one from everybody, and then we'll end the show. Uh, Jeff, go. I'm, I'm lost. Ed. Ed? Ed, one of my favorite, maybe my favorite show of all time. It's like right up there in my top three, and I would love to see more Ed. I, I think that I would root for chips just because of how happy I think that that would make Coy Phillips seeing those guys in those tight shorts and pants again. I think it would make him really happy. I think I think he would be very excited about that. That's a very gracious pick of you. I don't want to help the man out, you know? Matt, you're the last one, and then after that, Jeff, promote your guys' gig one more time this weekend and take us off. Okay. I will say from Nickelodeon in the 90s, I guess, Are You Afraid of the Dark? But I want to bring it back, put it on network cable, and make it a new uh, horror mystery anthology story show, kind of like Twilight Zone and all the other stuff. But there's been one for years, always, and there's not one right now. We need one. That sounds amazing. And with that, folks, we want to thank you for joining us for another episode of Nerdy 30s. Even though we are separated by state lines and counties tonight, the three of us combined like Voltron once more to punch you right in the face with an hour or so worth of nerdy talk. But you didn't get enough. Oh, no. So this weekend, you want to be at the WVCW Arena. That's right, the Princeton Rec Center. This Saturday night to see Nerdy 30 Zone, Jeff Griffith, that's myself, and Matt Klein, commentate the hottest and only wrestling action in the area worth seeing. That's West Virginia Championship Wrestling. Bell time, 7.30, main event, Benny Conley against Chase Owens. You don't want to miss this. We're going to be there. You should be, too. We will be back next week. Same time, same channel. Be sure and go over to the iTunes feed, feed findnerdy30s.com. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Go ahead. Give us a review. You're going to help people find us. And I think that's about it. So, for Jimmy and Matt, this is Jeff saying good night, everyone, and keep it nerdy, America. Thank you.